Welcome to the You Don't Make Friends with Giant Squids podcast. I'm your host, Squidney. And I'm Jackson. And this is podcast number 002. So, what's in the news? Um, well, with Trevor Noah off, I don't really know what's in the news, sadly. You really get your news just from Trevor Noah? Not just from Trevor Noah, but kind of have different things going on in my life right now where I'm not really paying attention to what's happening. Like what? Outside of it. Starting a new my new job and stuff. Um, so you don't pay attention to the news when you do stuff like that. Well, when I'm all nervous about stuff and starting new things. Okay. Aw, that makes me sad. Emma Stone says directors have stolen her jokes and given them to men. Aw, that sucks. You know, like uh, that makes sense. It's so stupid. Why does it make sense? Well, just with all the misogyny that we've seen in general, and it's just becoming more and more aware of of the inequality between the sexes, and just, it makes sense that Emma Stone now is coming out saying it, you know? Yeah. Making making light. Uh. Oh, you know what I saw? Huh. In The Atlantic, it talked about how virtual reality can leave you with a hangover. Yeah. It's like post-VR sadness. Oh, so it's kind of like you're coming down from a high? No, it's after exploring a virtual world, some people can't shake the sense that the actual world isn't real either. You know, that's crazy, because I got the Google Cardboard for me and Mom for Christmas, and um, (laughs) basically, uh, the graphics aren't good enough from my phone. Like, everything's too blurry. For me to think that the real world is just another VR world. What? People are matrixing out because of VR technology. They're not sure what's real world and what's not real world. I mean, I've never tried actual devices like the Oculus Rift or anything like that that's designed to be right here. But because the phone, um, the phone, the screen quality isn't that good, when I have it on, I can see the little the little bars, like the graphs, like how we used to on the television when you got really, really close. Yeah. Because it's my, it's so close to my face, and the um, the lenses in the cardboard, like, curve, so you can actually see the little slits in your phone, which you can't see with your, your actual eyes. Huh. Yeah, so it's not like, because uh, a lot of videos on YouTube are like, oh, this is a 3D movie that you can see with Google Cardboard because of how it projects, um, but... It's super blurry right now. I don't even know why people would even think that the technology's at that point. Well, if you've not seen the Oculus Rift or any of the other high-end virtual reality programs. Yeah, but don't you think it's weird people think that we're living in a virtual world? Like, I think that's kind of being a bit dramatic. Well, yes, you've met our generation, right? <laughs> yes, I happen to be part of the millennial generation. Yes, and they tend to be dramatic. You tend to be dramatic. Also part of the same generation. You're part of the face. But the thing is, is that... I lost my thought. Nay. I guess I could understand. Not being quite sure. Actually, no. I don't understand that. Because if this was a video game, it would be a very boring video game. Yeah, but that's what people are saying, that the sky seems less colorful and it feels like they're missing the magic. Um, and they feel deeply disturbed and often end up sitting staring at walls. <laughs> it's a feeling of depression and detachment. That's so weird. 
Eh, I, I think that's just a bunch of kids, spoiled kids whining, honestly. Because mm. I feel the same way, like, when I finish a really good book that I've lo- I'm, I'm out of the world, you know? I kind of feel detached and sad and depressed, but none of that's actually like is something to re- worthy to report on, you know? Mm-hmm. I understand that there'd be a dissociation, especially when you use it for a long time and you start to feel, like, headachy. But then the longer that you're away from it... You know, if anything, I think that they're experiencing They Live. Have you seen They Live? The movie? The one about... Is that the one about subliminal advertising? Yeah, or, like, Reaganomics and all that stuff. Yeah. Where they put on the glasses, and then you get drugs, and the guy starts acting really weird. Yeah. Mm, I came, came here for two things, kicking ass and, and chewing, chewing gum, and I'm all out of... Chewing bubble gum. And I'm, I'm all, all out of bubble, bubble gum. gum. Yeah. That's that one. So I don't understand why that's happening, because when you take off the, the VR, your inner equilibrium's all off and stuff. But other than that... I'd want to experience it though. That'd be pretty cool. Like, it, I, the only way that I can see it being um, so immersive that you don't quite, that you can't quite figure out is is if you're doing real places, you know? Yeah. And the resolution is crazy, like how it is on your television. Yeah. Or on a 4K television. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Okay, so you see any good movies lately? Saw Rogue One. Yeah, how'd you like it? I loved Rogue One. <laughs> I loved it so much. I'm loving all these female power characters, and it wasn't just because uh, that main actor, what's his name? Diego. Is it Diego Luna? Yeah. Yeah, he's. It's not because I have ananized him. That's it. Well, what'd you think of Rogue One? You just talked about Diego Luna, <laughs> so I'm I thought sure. it was great. I loved I love how it tied into uh, A New Hope. It was it was crazy, and I I really liked how they brought the stakes up because I feel like there was that constant joke about stormtroopers having awful aim. Oh, and so there's really no stakes because no one important dies. Well, you sh- probably should have said spoiler alert. Oh, well. They don't know who, I, who I'm talking about. Yeah, but you're still talking about the death of major characters. Spoiler, spoiler. By the time this thing picks up, everyone will have seen Rogue One. <laughs> okay, I'll 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 accept that. No, I I saw Rogue One, but I had a really bad experience in the theater because it was way too warm. Like super warm. I mean, it's been really cold in California lately, but just because it's cold doesn't mean that you can't put on the air conditioning. For but they did it obviously because it saves power and everything. But it was so warm that um, in the middle of the movie, I fell asleep. Damn. Yeah. That would have sucked. Hopefully if it wasn't... Do you know what part you were at? Honestly, I was so bugged by the fact that it was so warm and that the bitches next to me were just talking kind of the whole time about the movie that I was not... I wasn't really... I couldn't get into it. So you weren't really registering what was happening or the plot or... No. It was just pictures? No, the only thing that um, I really liked was the Alan Tudyk robot. <laughs> like, he was really funny. He was amazing. Yeah, it was it was great, but... Um, I don't know. I, I'm more of a Star Trek fan than a Star Wars fan. I like my movies to be a bit more heady, and it just kind of seemed very predictable, very Star Wars. 
Yeah. And I kind of went in with everybody. Like, I saw it on Sunday. It came out on Thursday. And I just kept hearing everybody say, oh, this is the best Star Wars. This is fantastic. This is amazing. And because I never really liked Star Wars, I mean, I if it's on cable, I'll watch it. But it's not like, I'm not geeking out about it or anything. Um, the fact that this one is supposed to be the best one and I thought it was just okay. Because, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm just not meant for Star Wars. That is completely all right, honestly. I had I was kind of like prodded into Star Wars. Yeah, from your boy toy. Yeah, but I mean, I legitimately like it now. It's just no, I'm not saying it's I not don't. my favorite. It's just yeah, it's not my favorite. Like I don't geek out for it. I mean, I know it, but I don't. I've seen them all. I've seen them all multiple times. Um, I've hung around people who were obsessed with it, so I have a bunch of weird factoids. It's just not, just not my thing. Huh. Cause, you know, I have a BB-8 wallet. Yeah, I and know. a BB-8 purse. Yes, I know. The BB-8 is also the quote-unquote girlfriend-friendly droid from he's, the most recent movie. Aw, but he's cute. Yeah, but that's what re- quote-unquote real fans think. Whatever. He says, "Oh, it's girlfriend-friendly BB-8 now." He's cute. I know. I'm just telling you. That's what he's looked down on because he's like the softer side of Sears. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Aw, poor BB-8. Yeah. Well, I think I have a new favorite um, droid. I love, I love the, the new, the new dude. Yeah. I love how doom and gloom he is. I love how he says what says whatever he thinks. Yeah. Love his attitude. Yeah, there was a part in it when they said something like, you need to be, George, you need to be checked uh, to have your systems something or other. And he was like, I can check my own systems, thank you. Yep. It was great, yeah. He's, he's very, he's very uppity. I imagined him being very, he's very, I want to say he seems like he's got the mentality of a, of a Brit. You know, but... that's so funny. I saw an interview uh, on Conan with Alan Tudyk, and he said that he wanted him to be British originally, but they wanted to keep the accent American I guess huh that's really strange yeah maybe it's because um it would have been jarring to have Jin and him both be Brits maybe hmm interesting yeah yeah cause he's very very much of that tone yeah I'm definitely probably gonna see it again um Rogue One just to make sure that I didn't miss more than I thought I missed cause I could have been out anywhere from 5 minutes to 30 I was so amazed. I loved. I wish we had actually gotten to the theater a little late, like it had already started. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering whether or not I had missed a little bit of the plot. But like, what part did you come in on? Uh, it was the beginning. I saw the beginning. I know that much. I've seen the beginning. It was in the beginning, and she was. Um, was she a little kid? She was a kid, but her dad was already being approached by people. Oh, yeah, then you were right there in the very beginning. Yeah, but did I miss any, like, bonding? Nah, 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 you didn't miss anything. No? No. Because that's what I felt like I was missing a little bit, because they put so much stake on her relationship with her father, and how... No, it was just, it was basically like a a standard pan of, oh, it's just a a typical family with a girl who's um, a bit more, I want to be all action-y, and Arya Starkey and everything. 
And then it was, um, oh, no, they're coming for your dad. And the mom and the chick were supposed to run away. I, I do think I missed a bit, though, of, of the bonding between the kid and the dad. It wasn't anything. It was like 30 seconds worth of bonding, which honestly couldn't have done much for you. It, well, what I'm saying is that if I missed that, that means I didn't get any bonding. So I had to just assume that he had a good relationship with his daughter, you know? Well, everybody had to assume that. Yeah, but you had a little bit of proof. Yeah, like 30 seconds of proof. That's more than no seconds of proof. <laughs> but what I'm saying is is that it, for it, – what's funny is that I, I – <laughs> I even told I even told my boyfriend that this entire series hinges on daddy issues. Yeah. Like, it's it, it, it's it's the crux of the entire series. Like it's very it's I just wish that I had gotten more like weight with the relationship and and I do feel like they used the the name Stardust a little too much. To where it was really that was really predictable. Stardust. Yeah, where he called he called her his little stardust. And oh, he the nickname her Stardust. Not Jagged. So the, much of that went right over my head. In the hologram. Was just so and, uncomfortably warm. Yeah, the nickname, but that's what they called the plans for for the Death Star. They called it Stardust. Yeah. That's how she knew where to find it. But what I'm saying is that. They needed to have mentioned it one less time because I feel like they were hitting me over the head with it. So I was like, yeah, the plans are being named Stardust. He called her Stardust like three, four times already. That just might just be the underdevelopment then of the characters. Because you're saying that you think you missed bonding. I'm saying I don't think that bonding was there. Oh. Well, I'm not saying necessarily that I missed it, but I'm saying that I needed it. If it, it like I'm, what I'm saying is that because I came to the movie a little bit late, mm-hmm. I think I thought maybe I had missed some bonding. But if you're saying that it wasn't there, then I think there should have been. Okay, I can understand that. Especially since the entire goddamn story hinges on how she feels about her father, like every goddamn Star Wars. Oh shit! It's raining. Yeah, you can hear it. Yeah. Must be raining hard then, since I, since I've got headphones on, I can hear it. It's raining pretty hard all day today. Yeah, well, you know what's? I'm actually kind of happy because we were in a drought and now we got a bunch of rain. Yeah. I just don't like it because people drive crazy. You drive crazy. I don't. I drive normal. Are you kidding me? You are just a granny. I you am are not a, granny a granny with a fanny. I you haven't even been in the car with me to know how I drive. You haven't even been in a car to drive. Yeah, I have. Who do you think drives uh, our our mother around? I think mom pedals to work on spirit. Yeah, sure. On spirit and children's farts. <sighs> In case anybody else is wondering. Jackson happens to be drinking my own cocktail made of absinthe. We're calling it laudanum for no reason. <laughs> Mainly for the reason that Jackson keeps calling absinthe laudanum. Which makes no sense because it's not. It's not. They're just old timey. Yeah. And because I keep thinking about Tombstone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't need it. Why? <laughs> I can stop whenever I feel like it. I, they're just headaches. <laughs> yeah, so I started getting into absinthe because you mean as of yesterday? 
No, I mean, I've been researching absinthe for a while now. Because Van Gogh. No, because of Drunk History. When did they have an absinthe episode? <gasps> Was it with the really heavy dude? Maybe. The one who couldn't, who ended up not being able to stand up on his own? Maybe. That one that kind of lisps? Yeah, the blonde hair. Huh? The one with blonde hair. I was going to say the black guy that kind of lisps. Well, they have a lot of overweight people on drunk history. Because alcohol has sugar, <laughs> and history, only fat people like it. Uh. I like history. <laughs> I think you just pegged yourself. Shut up. <laughs> anyway. I kid, I kid. He was drinking absinthe, and I sat down, and I was like, did, did or can they film this? Because I thought it was still illegal. It hasn't been illegal in... US I've told you. I'm pretty sure I've told you that that it doesn't. It, it just depends on the on the proof. Well, if you told me, then I didn't in one ear out the other. Yep. Like how everything I say to you goes, goes in one ear and out the other. Well, I can't tell if you're literally meaning. Oh, don't. <laughs> sure, you can't. I didn't do anything. Anyway. So I started researching different absinths, and I found out that one of the places that... <laughs> it sounded like you said absences. Absences. I've, I've been researching all the absences. Well, the different types, and um, I saw that my local liquor store had some, so... My local liquor store. Picked it up. And find that, and the I won't talk mark. about it. I'm not, not, not going to talk about it now. Whatever. Come on, tell no. me. Mm-hmm. Now you were researching, and then you... No, no, But then apparently. why didn't you buy it? What? Why didn't you buy it? Because you have no money? Because I'm broke, yeah. And then, and then I wanted to look at the ones that they had in the store when I was with you. I didn't think you were actually gonna pick it up, but because it's alcohol and it's intriguing alcohol, you were like, "Okay, let's get it." Yeah. Plus, I was like, "I want to try." Mm-hmm. Gimme, gimme. Yeah. So, anyway, I tried it. It tastes awful. So I decided to mix a bunch of shit together to make it taste better, and I found a concoction that I'm now going to call laudanum. Laudanum that makes it taste like licorice candy. So yeah, it's also yeah, very so very can, dangerous. Yes, because you can get very you can drink a lot of absinthe and not taste it. Yeah, because I'm almost done with my cup, and the only reason why I'm being going slow at it is for one the sugar content, but also because I know that this is what seventy proof. Um, I think it. Uh, it's 55% alcohol by volume. Uh-huh. So I think it's 110. Oh, damn. 110 proof. 110 proof? Mm-hmm. Damn. I know. When I was uh, drinking it yesterday and it hit me, it was just like, fuck. Well, yeah, I saw you on the couch and you had you had your sweater wrapped around your head and you had your hoodie on and it was like tied up to just your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> you were sitting in the dark by yourself. I had a glow stick. No, and you turned to me, all slow, with your head, and said, I found out how to drink it. <laughs> it tasted awful. It was so bad, straight up. Or how you're supposed to drink it is you're supposed to have, um, it, it comes with a spoon, or at least the one I bought came with a spoon, and you're supposed to put a sugar cube on top of the spoon, and then kind of drip cold water on it, and it makes it, in, it drip cold water on the sugar cube, and it goes into your glass that has the already poured um so it's diluting it with the cold water and the sugar yeah and it still tasted like crap but that's the traditional way to take it and i'm just like you know what fuck this i'm gonna try and drink it my way and most other drinks will only have a have a rinse of it before like a sazerac yeah it rinses the glass with uh with with the absinthe and then you dump it out yeah 
So that way that you get that weird flavor. Because mm-hmm. I know as soon as I drank, drank that the first time with the sugar cube, mm-hmm. that weird basey flavor, I know I've tasted that before. So I've had to have had a cocktail that was rinsed with absinthe and I didn't even know it. Yeah. So I know I'm very curious as to when I actually would have had a Sazerac. Maybe, maybe. Maybe I had it made for me. Yeah. I don't even know who... I don't even, know, I don't even think that they have... At his at his bar, I don't even think they have it. Absinthe? Yeah, I don't even think that because it's a gastro pub. It's not necessarily. It's got a lot of whiskeys and a lot of beers, mm-hmm. craft beers, but that's it. Hmm. Maybe in Vegas. So what do you think of it so far? Has it hit you? Mm, no. How far through with it are you? How far through it is it with the you? <laughs> How far through with it are you? Oh, wow. You haven't felt it yet? I felt it when I was halfway through the glass. You also realize my tolerance is insane, though. Nah. In comparison. Nah. Plus, I just ate, so I've just got a full belly full of food. I had a belly full of food when I drank mine. Okay, then I don't have to boil it again to tolerance. Okay. What's this month? Wait, duh. December. Whoa, where'd my head go? <laughs> For some reason, I was like, it's Black History Month. February. <laughs> Immediately, I thought it was February. It's the only month that has any actual significance to me. Well, I don't know if I want to actually research shit that happens in this month and then talk about it, or if I want to just ask you, what do you think has happened in this month? Or what do you know? Like, Do you happen to know anything special about December? Jesus! Didn't happen in December. I like the, I like the dramatic... let's see um important um ooh 1822 dom pedro founder of the brazilian empire was crowned as first emperor of brazil zika brazil yeah i might just cut this segment neymar (laughs) just cut it Stupid. Uh, Anything else? Is that the only thing you can think of? Or that you can read of? You gotta read of. Oh, Rosa Parks was arrested in Montgomery, Alabama. 1955, December 1st. You know, she wasn't actually the chick that sat in the wrong place on the well, bus. Well, no, it was that other chick. You saw the Drunk History episode. Yeah, I know. I forgot I what her the... name was. <laughs> I know. But, yeah, there was someone who, who did it first. Yeah, and then um, they had her do it because she was lighter skinned and older and more. Or she represented the face of the movement that they wanted to do. So yeah, a do more white friendly woman. Someone who's less imposing. Not necessarily less attitude, but less threatening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Mikhail uh, Gorbachev became the first Soviet Russian leader to visit the Vatican and meet the Pope. Nice. That got an ooh. And ooh. <laughs> <laughs> really? Ooh, That's me. what I thought it was. I be- never met the Pope. I thought it was going to be something cool. I haven't met the Pope, but I've been around the Pope. Yeah, you saw his hat. No, I saw him riding around in his Pope mobile. Uh, well, damn, December's depressing. 
What else has happened in December? <laughs> said December first, nineteen ninety-four, the head of the UN Commission on Rwanda estimated five hundred thousand deaths had resulted from genocide. <laughs> that's not. An, that's, that's just somebody pointing out something <laughs> that happened. <laughs> How is that a major event? I don't know. It says it happened in December. Ow! You, you're the one looking at it. Say something that. Napoleon defeated Russia and Austria in the Battle of Austerlitz. Go Napoleon. Um, oh, John Brown was executed for treason in Charlestown, West Virginia for being an abolitionist leader. Nice. There's a lot of sad things. Ooh, first successful heart transplant okay. was performed. Um, I'm totally okay. That's fine. Let's stop there before you make me any more sad. <laughs> In, <laughs> For this dude, worse, just stop. Just stop. Dude, but no, first successful heart transplant <sighs> was performed, but guess what? Um, continent. Russia? Russia <laughs> <laughs> not a continent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was like, I'm okay, sorry. that's country, but whatever. Shut up. Uh, now I'm going to go for Australia. Africa. Ah. Cape Town. Oh, okay. Yeah. First first successful heart transplant. Nice. That's crazy. Go Africa. All right. Oh, he lived for 18 days. <laughs> oh, that doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that doesn't count at all. <laughs> Someone's got the first successful heart transplant like eighteen first, days. First, you'd have the little clock, the counter, saying that we we've had uh, since la- latest death eighteen. Then oh no, uh. back to zero. <laughs> See, wait, you're picturing like a wall, a wall calendar thing yeah, that says like days same. since last accident. Yeah. <laughs> so stupid. Oh, that, that worked. That was cool. That's great. Did he even, like, wake up after surgery then? Like, was he able to talk? I think so. I mean, they don't really, they don't really go into it. I read, I read pretty much the entire, ooh, they have birthdays. Um, we don't need to do celebrity birthdays. No. <laughs> Did you want to do celebrity birthdays for the month of December? Because it's going to be a <laughs> shit ton of people. No. There's one thing when they, they have it on daily shows, but. December 5th, 1492. Columbus discovered Haiti. <laughs> he didn't sail the ocean blue? No, he discovered Haiti on December 5th. Nah. And then he passed right on by. Nah. All right, I'm done with this segment. <gasps> no, 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 no. No, you're going to like this next no, one. No, 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 you're going to like this next one. <sighs> Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart. Okay. Died. <laughs> <laughs> Died a pauper <sighs> at 35. Not my wolf in Vienna. No. Yeah. Makes sense. In the movie, that's when Salieri tried to kill himself. It was winter. Winter. Now I'm sad. Are you happy? Yeah. You're that, happy that, with that, my sadness. Yeah, that reveal was was awesome. No, <laughs> so sad. I thought it was gonna be something cool. <laughs> it's gotta hit me with the death of Wolfie. Ooh, no! You know what? I'm done. No, no. One more birthday, a significant birthday. Since it's birthday and it's happy, yes. But this is where we're stopping. Walt Disney. Okay. Are you glad that you got that one in? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, music relationships. Which one? Mm. 
When you talk about relationships, what are you talking about? Mm, I don't know, like relationship advice, um, something that you didn't know happened in a relationship. Basically, anything under the umbrella of love. It's awesome. That's my hot take. So it's the chick who's in love. Yeah. In love and going strong. Going strong. I know, like, is it, what about, it'll be uh, relationships or sex advice or... Hmm. Anything that we can get. Sex advice. Don't do more than two fingers. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't think I want to. <laughs> I don't think I like this segment either. <laughs> Don't do more than two. Your, it kind related. of hurts. I really don't want to hear this. So if somebody came at you with like a full fist. No, I'm just saying don't do more than two. A full fist isn't more than two? No, that is more than two, but that's a lot more than two. Yeah, I'm, saying, I'm saying any more. Don't do three. Don't do four. Don't wiggle those fingers. It's so gross. Don't look away. Don't <laughs> touch me. <laughs> I'm not touching you. Uh, I guess I could look up some stuff for us to talk about next time for sex-related shit. Like, what's a weird thing? Like, something weird that's happened. or Maybe we could look up positions in the Karma Sutra. Nah, have you looked in the Karma Sutra? All that shit's hard. No, I mean, not... Not try, but make fun of. Uh, I thought you were gonna actually. Let's try make it. fun of a whole people. A whole people. <laughs> you want to make fun of a whole people? <laughs> yes. A whole people and their sexual practices. God. Uh, well, when I was talking music, I wasn't talking about your weird shit. I was gonna more mention the fact that your, um, your favorite girl in the world, Beyonce, is up against my favorite girl in the world, Adele. For most Grammy nods. Oh, well, they're always up against each other, though. Like... You know Beyonce was upset that she didn't get the country nod? Oh, she should have, though. She, what? She performed at the she's Grammy. She's got so much... She's not even country. Yeah, but, Dad... But the thing and is that she grew up. Just because she releases a, a twangy-ish song doesn't mean... I mean, Lady Gaga's most recent album is basically country. It's all country. Like, the whole album. If you want to go country, go country for the album. Don't get upset because one of your songs that's kind of sort of leaning in that direction get doesn't get nominated. That's like, that's good, bullshit. That's a good song. No, I'm not saying it's not a good song. I'm just saying she shouldn't have gotten the country nod. And the fact that she's upset that she should have says well, something. Where, where did you read that she was upset? It's, I didn't read it anywhere. They mentioned it on Kevin and Bean. I wonder where they read it. Well, because... I wonder, because if she is upset, I, I understand, because I feel like she's, I mean, she probably has a certain attachment to country, given that she grew up in Texas, you know? Yeah, but growing up in Texas doesn't guarantee you a country album. No, I'm not saying it guarantees you a country album, but it, it does, brings you a certain attachment to country. She already got as everything. A, like, she got so many nods yeah, on this album. It. It'd be like it, we can't we can't dictate what she does and doesn't care about, you know. I just think it says something. She's she's Beyonce. You don't question Bay. I question Bay, especially since Lemonade is basically about how she accepted Jay Z again after he cheated on her. 
I really love lemonade. It's beautiful. Beyonce's gonna come and get you. Shut up. She's gonna come out. The first time you showed me the lemonade video, I was stoned out of my mind. And that video is just creepy enough. It's wonderful. Just creepy enough for you to think that Beyonce's gonna come get you in your sleep. Okay? That's all I'm saying. But you should have thought that already. Mm, yep. the, the, at least the Bayhive will. <laughs> what, the Beyonce's gonna come get me in my sleep? Yeah, the Bayhive. Why? If you talk trash about Beyonce. I wasn't talking trash. Yeah. When did I, when did I talk trash? When you're telling her that she can't win a country award. If, no, Beyonce saying, can want what she wants. Yeah, Beyonce she, can want everything. She can have everything. Not, I will give her everything. I'm not saying that she can't want it. I just think it's crazy that she was upset she didn't get the nod because she has a kind of country sounding song. If she went full Lady Gaga and went for a country album and didn't get the nod, I would understand why she's upset. If she wants a country nod, she deserves a country nod. She's Beyonce. Just because she's Beyonce. What Beyonce wants, Beyonce gets. Really? Because all she wanted was a faithful husband. She didn't get that. Poor girl. I know. I think eventually we'll... uh, The reason why I have these segments is just because I want us to start somewhere. Because I know that when we figure out what we enjoy talking about, natural segments will form. I already like the, the... This month in history, I learned new things today. <laughs> yeah, I learned today. <laughs> yeah. Brain feel good. I done learned it. I'm so happy. So, uh, Jackson, what do you like you? What do I like you? Oh, I know. Okay. I know. I say, watch Gabriel Iglesias on Netflix. Because I love him so much, and I only saw 33 minutes of his special so far, and I'm dying to see the rest. And um, so far, pretty funny. Yeah, he's talking a lot about about how many fans he has, and how they laugh so hard they hurt themselves. But it's still fluffy. No, I'm not. Okay, you're getting on my case because I've already seen it, and I said that it wasn't up to snuff with his other fluffy things. Now you got to realize. Fluffy is above all the other comedians. Like I would rather watch three hours of Fluffy just riffing than watching somebody that had a pretty solid riff, like a pretty solid set. What about that one dude hmm. with the creepy child, creepy children, and the the dude from um, God, Brett, Brent, Brent Morin, yeah, or something, something like that, yeah. Moyer, yeah. Um, no, no, he was funny. I'm just, I'm saying, Fluffy's in a league of his own. It's just that I don't think this, this special that he's, his most recent special that's on Netflix. The I'm sorry for what I said when I was hungry. I just don't think it's as funny as some of his past specials. But that could be because he's fluffy and I built it up in my head, and he never hit me with that joke that made me want to pee myself. You mean like how you'd put him like Gabriel Iglesias up there with Kevin Hart and Chris Ke- Rock? Kevin and Hart. Yeah, Chris Rock, Louis C.K. Yeah. Um, pa- uh, Tom Papa, Dave Chappelle, they're all different, all in their own category. Mm-hmm. Um, Bill Burr, yeah, yeah. Um, even Jim Gaffigan's in his own <laughs> yeah. little hot pocket. <laughs> yeah, he's he's up there. I'm just when it comes from an an established comedian. I expect it to knock my socks off. 
Yeah. And it just didn't. I kept waiting. It was funny. I laughed. There were moments when I was like, oh, Gabriel. But I never had that I'm going to pee myself moment. And he had that in his last special. I just That's all I'm saying. It just I, I keep waiting for him to hit me with it, and then nothing. I still feel like my favorite one was the one where he was talking about his, when he had the little Volkswagen bug. Oh, yeah. Orale! <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> Yeah, it's great. But I feel like that special it's so bad is my and so furious. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's, that's my favorite special. No, yeah, then. it was so funny. I, I fell in love with him then. I I've been in love with him forever. I saw him first. I saw him first. We both saw him in Last Comic Standing. I saw him first. But yeah, that's my plug, or that's my me likey, me likey you likey, me likey Gabriel Iglesias, and I say. Watch his Netflix special. Mm, okay, well, I haven't really thought about this. My me likey. It's just I know that I figured that when you talked about something, I would it be would able to come, talk about it. It would come up. Yeah. Just be like Drake absinthe. <laughs> okay, yeah, me likey absinthe. You know what? I'm just going to use that one because I do likey absinthe. I totally understand why a bunch of people have drank it. You want You know what? There's a, a thing on the bottle that talks about the people who drink absinthe or who drink. Okay, here we go. I'm going to read this off. Uh Uh-huh. It says, During the heady days of the late 19th century Paris, absinthe was the trademark drink of artists like Picasso, Van Gogh, um, and Oscar Wilde. To recall this glorious time, absente, which is the type of absinthe I got, in case y'all are wondering, wondering, um, is handcrafted in the south of France using only the highest quality spirits and botanicals, including a full measure of the legendary and, not- and notorious botanical wormwood, also known as Artissima absinthium. And then it's just a bunch of warning labels about how women who are pregnant shouldn't drink alcohol. Plus Moulin Rouge. Mm-hmm. But I totally understand why artists drink it. Like, because it's not a, um, it's not one of those, uh, the things that normal alcohol does where everything gets fuzzy and you get giggly. It's more like everything just gets really, really clear. I just feel very awake. Mm-hmm. It's something Although, I can oh, work on. Not necessarily very awake, though. I just feel normal awake. But then what if I was, like, beat-ass tired? You know? I, I don't know. I feel normal, honestly. And I, I drink the whole thing. This whole time. Well, maybe you'd have to have two of them, because, like you said, my tolerance is a lot lower than yours. And I didn't I didn't get Man, drunk. And I wanted to be on the couch with my hoodie up, <laughs> seeing through a tiny slot. <laughs> Looking like a, a troll from a cave. Oh, I'm sorry that you didn't get everything that you wanted. Um, thank you for listening. And for listening to this podcast, uh, You Don't Make Friends with Giant Squids, I'm Jackson. And I'm Squidning. Bye! Merry Christmas! Thank you for listening to another You Don't Make Friends with Giant Squids podcast. If you like what you heard, make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Sydney Illustrates. Check out sydneylangley.com for further podcast entries, art updates, and future events. Thanks for listening. Talk to you guys next time. Bye. Bye.